0: up. Micah brought it up uh, uh, and phrased it entirely as bullying a staff member out of leading the graphics team. Um, which, that's how I phrased it, so admittedly it's my fault. Uh, that eventually led to um, an argument in the RGL staff channel, and then me leaving the staff channel for like two days. Um. Which, potentially a bit of an overreaction, but, like, I just didn't want to hear it anymore. Because, yeah. Like, like I was saying, that that meeting was a reminder that everything that I had thought bad about myself was correct. Uh, and then uh, Rouse going into the channel saying that I was uh, doing a lot of defamation and lying about it uh, really hurt. Like, we, we've talked about it since, and um, I've also talked to Micah about it and being like, hey, like, it wasn't actually bullying. I was feeling terrible at the time, and I phrased it poorly. But, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you're responsible for Michael A. Lambani going to war?
0: No, 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 no. No, I'm not responsible for that at all. I'm responsible for the one comment that ended up getting a a big thing from Rouse. (laughs) The Um, the greatest
1: battle of the war.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I Um, see.
1: Yeah, I imagine that wouldn't be very comfortable for you.
0: No, it sucked. It really, really sucked. I don't know how to emphasize how terrible it felt. And
1: question: Did anybody at RGL like try and like reach out to you, support you, like any of the staff members? Like, how is? What was the community's reception to this if like many people knew at all?
0: Uh when people were arguing about it in the, the forums or when I left the RGL.
1: Like uh either or just like when like the the initial bullying was happening, like when all of this sort of stuff was oh, happening.
0: Oh um I don't think anyone else thought of it as bullying. Um like the <laughs> initial meeting. Like Exa was there, uh and I don't think anyone else thought of it as bullying. Okay. I did because of my my perception of hating myself turning into everything you've thought is accurate, but right, um, like I don't think anyone else took it as bullying.
1: How about like during the whole forums thing?
0: During the forums thing, uh, when I left the RGL channel, I had a few people reach out to me. Okay, that's um, good to hear. Namely, like Ad is fantastic. He was one of the first people. Mothership reached out. Um, quite a few people did, and like yeah, I, I love those guys. Those guys are great. You love to hear.: um, Especially like ad, like shout out to Ad. Without ad, I don't think I would have made it nearly as long at RGL. Ad and Exa. Um, those two saved my, my emotional for so long um, and helped support me and um,
2: just great, great people to have around.. Um, Glad to hear it, yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, it was uh, an emotional time. Yeah. Hilariously, uh, Aggro from Critzcast reached out to me shortly after I had left the, the RGL Discord. It was like, hey, you want a job?
1: And what happened from that?
0: I, I didn't take it. I was like, I didn't leave RGL, I just left the Discord for a little bit so I can calm down. Mm, okay. uh um, I eventually said that I would potentially make Critzcast content. Uh, it never ended up happening. Um, I just never, uh, I never ended up making it. Um, and eventually, I changed my name to Maven, and then Agro hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> I mean, he just doesn't know that I'm the same person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, me and Agro did a stream together, I was on KritzCast. That's why on my, my Steam profile it says Is a, a, Kritzcast? A, Kritzcast. Is huh. a KritzCast. It's a Critzcast It's because I was on KritzCast once.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you played TFCL as well?
0: Yeah. Uh, what wait, was that wait, like? Okay, well, let okay, I'm gonna look at my profile here. Yeah. TFCL, okay. I do not remember ever playing TFCL.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: I don't remember ever signing up, but I have a third place badge.
1: Uh how about Vanilla Fortress then? That's South America, right? What got you into that? Yeah. How did that go? Uh you. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable.
0: Uh, you got me into that. Uh we we played we played in Brazil for a while. I didn't understand what anyone was doing. I had 200 ping. Uh, I was playing Spy, didn't know what I was doing, we got third place, out of four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, understandable. Okay, Um. so yeah, let's talk about the video team, what was that like for
0: you? Uh, stressful, but overall I would say an enjoyable time. Um. God, this podcast is going on for a while. Yeah, uh, it's gonna I, keep going. We're be- gonna keep going. Okay, you don't want like, to like talk about. You
1: don't want to like stop it now. Okay, that's no, good. no,
0: no. There's so much to talk about. Okay,
1: I-, I wasn't sure if you were like talking about that as in like uh, it's time to stop it. alright let's keep going.
0: Yeah, let's let's, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, here I'm loading up the the RGL YouTube channel to like yep. look at the videos that I uploaded real quick because it's it's been a while. Quite a bit. uh
2: So, the videos
0: I'm most known for are either the pug videos or the shit posts. It's arguable which one is worse. Um, potentially the pug videos, but, like, the, the one hour of nothing randomly interrupted by the spy 2.6k oh no! views.
1: W- wasn't there also like a, a marshmallow to your list like a yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. oh
1: that's legendary um,
0: legendary four months, ago, four months ago i made a video of me ranking every two web every tf2 weapon based on how many marshmallows i think i could fit inside <laughs> of it <laughs> it's 44 minutes long and has one point four thousand views yeah that's uh, that's pretty good
1: right there what what possibly gave you the creativity for this
0: uh, I don't remember what the original inspiration was, but, like, the the basic idea was, uh, essentially along- this, I'm gonna keep repeating myself. Along the lines of, hey, wouldn't it be really funny if I uploaded an hour of nothing to the RGL YouTube channel?
1: Hmm. I- n- it brought views and so right? Huh?
0: It did, right? Genius! That's the thing! The Marshmallow video brought a lot of views to the channel. <laughs> The d video brought a lot of views to the channel. Like, this stuff worked, right? Yeah. And that's what's so funny about it, is this stuff had no reason to work.
1: <laughs> what would win? A competitive match with a ton of t- casting, time, editing, or marshmallow tier list?
0: <laughs> marshmallow tier list!
1: <laughs> it's just the better play.
0: It's so funny. Yeah. Um... Okay, uh here, I'll just kind of break down like each of like my major projects on the team. Does that work?
1: Yeah, no, it's wonderful. Whatever however you want to approach it is good with me. So
0: I first started out, like my first time as like full head, so like I had previously built up before that. But my first time as like full head of the team was season eight of Highlander. Um It's when you notice the thumbnails kind of change a little bit. She doesn't actually give it away. No. But uh, season eight of Highlander is when we started implementing uh, stream highlights. The the idea of these was, so you have the VOD, which those are like an hour long. Not everyone has time for that. Sometimes you just want to enjoy just the highlights of the game, right? So here is a stream highlights version of that. And now you can watch it on like your 15 minute break at work, right? Right you can enjoy a whole highlander game or a whole sixes game a while on your lunch break at work whatever right right um super fun i really enjoy them i think they're great i think that they are nice little itty-bitsy summaries of the match uh nobody watched them nobody cared
1: <laughs> Not um, Unfortunate.
0: Yeah. yeah nobody cared uh, the VODs get like double the views and are a quarter of the work.
1: Was it still something you enjoyed doing, though? Like, uh, was it something you just wanted to do for the sake of it? The highlights?
0: I thought it was good. I thought it was good content that people would enjoy. Um, I, I personally liked making them. I didn't think they took too long. Um, other video team members didn't care for it. Um, but I liked them. Hmm. I thought they were good. What was the video uh, team
1: like member wise then? You've talked about the graphics team in that sense for a bit.
0: It was uh bloated at times and too thin at others. Um like bloated in the sense that there were there were times where we had like ten members that straight up didn't do anything. Just hmm. really frustrating and demotivating for everybody, but um the, the whole idea was we had the, the main VODs. Those would be like the meat of the channel, basically. And then we would highlight it with. Well, the, the VODs are, I guess, consistent view bringers. They are right. videos that we know people are going to watch. Like, at least a couple hundred people are going to watch these. The, the issue with VODs is that since they are so consistent, they don't grow, they're consistent. One of the benefits and downsides of consistency is that they're consistent. They are the exact same every time, right?
1: Mm, right, like you know what you're getting kind of?
0: Yeah. Like the, the VODs themselves can change, but like when you upload them, you, are gonna, you know you're going to get the same amount of views, give or take, right? Right. Like a popular VOD is going to get like 2,000, 1,500, right? A VOD nobody cares about is going to get like 500 views. You know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get from the outset, right? Right. Um, the, which is good, except it doesn't bring in new subscribers at all. Uh, you get the same people you've always had. Um, so my job was to add to that and get more subscribers, basically. Was to build on that. Was to build on that basis of consistency that we had um so that started with the stream highlights the idea was like bite-sized content so more people have access to the vods and then there was dispatch which is a project i'm really proud of in the long run um it ended up getting canceled oh why is that uh i'll talk about that towards the end Um, because stream highlights also got canceled um so, Dispatch was a project helmed by uh, Kui, Kui who is now currently the, the head of the, the video team after I stepped down. Um, but it's essentially a news a news series. It's like a couple minutes long. Um, it talks about new rule changes, how the matches are going, who beat who, roster changes that happen throughout the season, different community events, that type of stuff.
1: Right. Just like He's things cute, that are important yeah. to advertise
0: yeah super cool stuff, I think right um the the it it was a lot of work. It's a lot of work to be able to consistently put it out every week because the idea was there would be one every single Saturday. um and it's a lot of work to put one out every single Saturday. It's like eight hours of work a week. Wow, and that's like unpaid work, right?
1: Eight hours um, huh.
0: Because it's, it's research, reaching out to teams, making sure that all the information's accurate, making the graphics, editing, like thumbnails, uh, look, they, all, they all have captions on them, like that type of stuff. Right? Like there, a lot of work goes into making these videos so streamlined. Because the only reason we're able to make them only a few minutes long is because they are meticulously scripted and edited to be that short um they're just a thing that you can just watch and then you know everything that's going on uh it's a super effective way to get news across um and a super nice way to like keep people engaged in the the highlander and sixes scene as well as like prolander and all that stuff um but again it's a lot of work for 300 views yeah it was our least-watched series by a long shot. Even less than stream highlights, which already nobody cared about. How was um, the
1: reception to stuff like the demo reviews with Invite players?
0: Um, Extremely positive. Hmm. Extremely positive. People loved the demo reviews.
1: And what happened to um, those? Uh, I left the team. <laughs> huh. And so RGL just sort of, like stop taking the initiative and publishing these things that could like immensely help people understand.
0: Um I was the one that did all of the initiative.
1: Right, and like nobody just
0: um, took on yeah.
1: afterwards, so huh? okay.
0: I was the one that reached out to Rogue, I was the one that reached out to Soapy, I was the one that reached out to these people, I started all of this. Um and nobody took over. And, and that was it.
1: Do you feel like maybe that's a failure on our Gerald's part to just like keep those sort of community initiatives going?
0: Maybe Um, I tried to get other people to do demo reviews so then we could upload them more often because we'd have more footage to upload Uh, and nobody took over. Hmm, Um, It's just it's just the fact that um, everyone that could have was busy. Uh, Like um, Dave, Dave, too. He's a he was a sixes admin. I don't know what he's doing now. Um, Dave things. Yeah, he Dave's great. I love Dave. Um, I feel like I'm saying that a lot, but yeah, Dave's fantastic. Uh, and he was just too busy also being an admin. Like he was able to throw in a few hours every once in a while, making the highlight videos, which eventually became the archive videos in a different form. Um, but he just wasn't able to actively sit down for an hour to record these demo reviews. Um, the demo reviews. they are a lot of work. You sit down for an hour, you have to be able to actively engage and ask questions. You have to, like, um, translate everything for newer audiences. There's there's so much that goes into this. Uh, and then, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Like, this stuff is a lot more work than people think it is. Um, like, each of the demo reviews has that little animated intro of my avatar popping in and saying hi and introducing everyone like that that alone is like 30 minutes.
1: I see. Um and then you also like there was also uh let me find it. Um there was like community guides published, right? Or at least a community guide.
0: Kind of, yeah. Um the first video that the the video team ever did back before we even were a video team was a guide on how to record POV demos.
1: Oh no, I meant to in specific just like the ones from like non-RGL people, like uh for instance the Building Uber Optimally Guy by Benji.
0: Oh yeah. Um Yeah, we uh were reached out by Benji and he was like, Hey, this is a video I feel like is like it'd be it'd be cool if uh, RGL people saw it. Um go ahead, re upload it, you can have all the, the views and stuff from it, whatever uh and we were like sure we'll upload it um it seems like it'd be a useful beginner guide um that uh rgl people would enjoy so we just threw it up right um it was legitimately like a fully like benji made the video entirely and uh, and just handed it to us and told us to upload it and i checked with a bunch of people and they were like sure so i did it
1: is that something that's like been attempted by other people or is that just sort of like an isolated incident
0: It was originally going to be the start of, like, we would start hosting and advertising other content creators, Hmm. um, which is, that was part of the idea, is hosting other content creators. So we would be a hub of the entire community, where not only we would have the VODs, but also we would have, um, like, the best TF2 content competitively that you could get, that type of stuff.
1: And let me guess, you stepped down.
0: I stepped down, yeah.
1: I'm good at this game now.
0: <laughs> wow. Um to yeah. to give you an accurate timeline of when I stepped down exactly, look at the release date for the Pro TF2 Players versus Blimps video and just like add like 2 days. Okay.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It seems to me like the sort of thing that RG would benefit a lot from like even if not just like for the sake of the views, for the sake of the community, like maybe with guides on like various topics that people struggle with, like leadership, main calling, that sort of a thing. And I feel like it's a bit yeah. of a missed opportunity that like RGL didn't continue what you sort of started. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, mean I feel it's, like it's very it's, in line with RGL's goals. Sorry. I
0: agree. The the issue is just that the the video team right now is about two, three people. Mm, right. It's it's almost non existent. Uh, like, there, there is barely anyone there at all to do anything, and the people that are there are also working full-time and have lives, and, like, I put in an unhealthy amount of commitment to this, and that's why I had to step down.
1: Right, and there's just, like, nobody else that can really fill the shoes for them?
0: Probably, yeah. I feel like I, I don't want to, like, overshoot my own involvement in this. Well,
1: I don't think that's unfair to say it though. Like so many of these initiatives what it sounds like were kind of just spearheaded by you on the channel.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I this this kind of goes back to like the intense amount of imposter syndrome I feel all right. the time. No, that's that's and, like, definitely the anxiety fair. that I have. Like I I like the work I did. Um, like, I made a video showing the product map changes. Uh, I was eventually gonna make one for Steel, and then I just never did. Um, which I'm still mad at myself for, because I really could've... I really could've just whipped that one out. Uh, and I just didn't. Uh, and, like... I guess there's Dispatch, which is, like... Uh, not Dispatch, uh... Um... Game Sense, which is like my probably my greatest failure on the entire team.
1: What happened with that? Uh
0: development hell. Oh. Is kind of the best way of putting it. So the the idea of the idea of GameSense was a highly edited documentary style overtaking of a specific small moment. Um So it was basically like, hey, we're, we're gonna take a very tiny specific part of a specific game one moment where a team did very very well and we are going to deep dive into why this worked and we're not going to do it like a sportscaster we're going to do it like a documentary
1: National Geographic
0: kind of like I, I did interviews with players involved I scripted out this whole thing we had a voice actor Like we did this whole thing, it was highly edited super fancy stuff uh, and nobody could agree on it. How so? the The main argument was: Are we aiming purely for education, or are we aiming for entertainment?
1: And what was your it, perspective? It was kind
0: of finding the balance there. Um, I wanted it to be um, kind of somewhere in the middle. I wanted it to be well. I guess like I've been saying, a stylized deep, a stylized quick look at a specific thing. So it would be like four minutes long, about a 30-second part of the game, right? We'd talk about the different elements, why it worked, uh, and like what specifically happened that caused the team to win, basically. Hmm. Uh, And that's what we did. But the the way that people read it originally, uh, when they watched the original cut, was just kind of along the lines of it came off as sniper down push. Mm, I see which I disagree with that take I don't think that's like that's not how I watched it um, obviously I helped script it which you know I'm biased in that front but we ended up having to completely rewrite the script completely re-edit it I had to film a bunch more footage I had to re-edit it well I said re-edit it twice I re oh. it like four times I want to point out that this video like the trailer came out uh, a Over a year ago. And the teaser trailer was supposed to be about a week before the original was done. Because I thought I was almost done with it. And then people argued about it. And people argued about it. And then people argued about it. And then people argued about it. And then it it just gave up. I see. I, I, I was sick of having people argue about this. And I didn't want to deal with it anymore, so I stopped editing it. And I, just, I had lost my passion for the entirety of the project, and it was supposed to be a multi-episode series.
1: And there was no, so, like, middle ground that you could reach or, like, authority you could use to just, like...
0: I, well, I could, I could have just uploaded it. Like, I still have the original draft. I could just upload it. Like, I... Like, at this point, I don't think anyone cares. But, like, I... I thought it was a super interesting concept. And it's never going to get made. And that's why it's my greatest failure. Is because it is something I put. um, Hours and hours. And hours of work into. And perfecting and getting it right. And nobody ever agreed. It was right. Hmm. And so it just never happened. I see. And so now all we have is a a minute long. A minute and 30 second long trailer. That is in my opinion. Very well edited. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh And that's it. And, and they we're st- never, we're never getting more.
1: And they still just have it up on the channel.
0: <laughs> yeah, the teaser's still there. It's got one and a half thousand views.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah.
0: That's all I got. Okay. Uh, it is an extremely disappointing project.
1: Yeah, d- definitely sounds like it. Uh. You know, I think what you went wrong is that you didn't advertise it as a Townsy demo review, like average Townsy demo review. <laughs> That's what you could have done differently, even.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I should have just put Townsy on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's all you needed to do, because like then 30 second string formats is pretty accurate. I mean, in fact, it's actually probably like a bit too fast paced. You know, it probably needs to be a bit slower than that. But then you could really get into the nitty gritty of it, like a historical documentary. You know. And that's just, that's where you went wrong. That's where RGO went wrong. Clearly. Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely a lot.
0: You want to talk about the pug videos now? Because that seems to be like the last major project.
1: Yeah, pug videos.
0: Seems like the one that anyone cares about. Well, um,
1: let's cater to the audience then.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, the pug videos... Legitimately started as a, hey, wouldn't it be really funny if I got a bunch of invite players to play with Moon Gravity? Hmm.
2: Right, right.
0: That was it. I needed a justification for that, though, because I can't just go up to a bunch of invite teams and be like, hey, you want to play with Moon Gravity? So what- then nobody would say yes, right? <laughs> right, right. So I, uh, came up with the idea of doing the funny pugs. Uh... So, I got them all into a server, um, I made it RGL-affiliated, I got everyone involved, um, I got them on there, uh, and then, well, I, for, I calculated how much moon gravity was, I want to point that out. Beast. I did, I did the math, so then the actual, like, command that we used in that video was accurate to how moon gravity is compared to earth gravity. Um... But yeah, so we had them all in there, we had a really good time, um, a bunch of them streamed it, and I was able to edit all that content together and make, arguably, the worst pug video out of all of them. <laughs> in fact, not even arguable, it's just the worst pug video out of all of them. Um, it was a good show, of, it was a good proof of concept. Um, right. the, the issue is that it's like, the first half of the video, the first half of the video is really good, and then the second half of the video happens
1: what happens
0: I I do a tier list of the classes and like how they compare um and it's just really boring like there there's a lot of jokes in there but like from the high action fast-paced gameplay of what had happened previously uh it just doesn't compare in quality in terms of like entertainment value
2: mm, I see
0: um but yeah it just it wasn't able to keep up uh, which I later fixed that in the second one, but uh, the first episode is bad.
1: <laughs> and what was, the first one. what was the reception amongst the RGL staff to this? Like, to the, to the funny pugs?
0: Oh, universally loved. Everyone loved
1: it. Excellent. You'd love to hear.
0: Everybody loved the funny pugs. Uh, it is a just great kind of concept.
1: And is it just I love a- the phony pugs? Is it just another case of like there is nobody with enough time like to take over it after you even just not amongst the video team like on our JL as a whole?
0: Um I was the only one that ever put effort into this.
1: That I see. That sounds um- like a really recurring theme honestly. <laughs>
0: Quiqui uh, tried to run like sixes pugs every once in a while, but sixes pugs just never started. Sixes players just had literally no interest ever in doing any of these.
1: Sixes players are not funny.
0: Well, the 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 issue was that when when we did these, when I set this up, um, I explained to every single person that um. I explained to every single person playing that you need to take this as seriously as you can. Like, obviously, you don't have to play 100% meta. Like, don't. But I want you to play to win. Like, try hard. <laughs> Use the fact that it's low gravity to your advantage. Like, I play to win. Like, don't meme around and like step on people's heads and like goomba all around. Like, play to win. Win right. the game. Right. Treat this like like a like a normal pug Discord. Right. Like, play to win, right? Have fun, but play to win. Right, of uh, So, I got all these people together, and they did exactly that. It went perfect. Like, I cannot emphasize how perfectly it went. Like, everyone hopped on. It was a super close game of uh, everybody trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, I, like, it turned into, like, heavy bombs. Into, like, spies flying across the top of the maps. Uh, Demento dropping like a 40 bomb like it was wild it was great it was so much fun to watch I hopped in between Twitch channels and I, I was supporting all the people streaming and giving out the stream to everybody I could and it was so much fun in the moment and to edit in my opinion
2: right right it went really well
0: um, I I would agree that same thing all the way through, uh. Until like, I guess maybe the the last one I would say was not nearly as fun to edit, but we'll get there.
2: Um. But yeah, I
0: think it's a it was a, it's a super good video, and I'm quite proud of it.
1: Yeah, definitely sounds like you have some fond memories of it. <sighs> so okay what... well
0: the, the video is not good like it it's it turns really bad halfway through but like the first half is good it's a really good time
1: right so what were some of your experiences with like rdl staff members like did you like end up interacting with like the sixes team or the highlander teams or anything that much like what was it sort of like behind the scenes if you can say
0: i barely ever interacted with anyone um, outside of, like, the graphics team. They were the main people I interacted with. Um, every once in a while, I'd interact with the Highlander or the Sixes team if I needed them to, like, reach out to the team leaders. Like, when I started doing the Pugs, I had them reach out to the the team leaders and be like, hey, do you think your team would be interested in doing this and joining and being in the videos? Like, that type of thing. But it's, like, the large extent. Um, like reaching out to team leaders and being like, hey, do you have any roster changes for dispatch? Like, most of my interaction. Um, I mostly interacted with uh, Michael Ailey and Will Maddock. Michael Ailey because good friend, uh, and Will Maddock because we were on the same team together.
2: Right, right. Okay.
1: So, is there anything you think the RGL like really needs to do better going into the future, or like something you would just like to see them do?
0: I mean, I would like them to up their YouTube game again and focus on that, but like, I I don't know how realistic that is, um, given how small the video game is.
1: Well, you know something, RGL doesn't UGC though. Their video game (laughs) UGC, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, they never really did anything video-wise, like, at all.
1: Yeah. Um. So are there any sorts of, like, other things you really want to, like, get around to talking to or, like, questions you'd like to ask and answer for yourself? I feel like I've gone most of the ones that I want to get out you of know. the way.
0: I guess, um... Here, I'll, I'm going to keep talking about the, the pug videos because I think there's more to talk about. Be my here. guest!
1: Sorry if I interrupted you um, earlier on it.
0: No, no, you're good, you're good. I'm just, like... I talked tremendously about the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I like wasn't uh, sure whether you're like gonna transition to the next. Yeah, that.
0: so the medieval mode one is the second one. Uh, came out about a month later. Um, this one is it's just TF2, but I enabled medieval mode, and that's it. Um, also super fun. I played in this one. I was in this one. Um, so this one is no longer invite players. It's invite and challenger. We we opened it up because we couldn't get enough players. Um, we couldn't get enough people that wanted to pug, so we, we opened it up to, uh, Challenger as well. Hmm. Uh, so I got to play. Me being Challenger man. Gaming. Um, <laughs> um, I got to play, um, and the whole video is me shit-talking myself. Like, the whole video is me shit-talking myself. It's great.
1: Interesting play for sure.
0: Uh... Because throughout the whole video, like, it's me talking about medieval mode, there's a lot of good animation in it, um, and, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good animation in it, it's, it's, like, a really funny video, um, but throughout the video I constantly talk about this one engineer that's feeding, and, like, this one NG keeps dying in the background of, like, every clip that's shown, and I just shit-talk this NG the whole time, and then at the end it turns out the Engie's me. And then the video just ends.
1: The imposter among us.
0: (laughs) It's like, who is this engineer player? Oh, that's me. (laughs) Professional. And then the video just ends. And it's like one of my favorite gags, just across the board. It's just me constantly talking bad about this one player, and then it's me. Great. How could Um, could constantly
1: be talking bad about a player?
0: Oh, I... Constantly in his
2: shit-talking. Of course. Always no, carry on.
0: Uh. Anyway, yeah. So it's just I think this this uh and I would say the the bind s video is my favorite personally. Um. But I would say this is uh second or third.
2: Hmm, okay. Um. Um. With the the low grav one being last, obviously. Major so, skill issue.
0: The Bind S one, which, I, I guess I should point out that during the medieval one, I decided to start theming the videos for some reason. Um, like, I had this this theme in the medieval one, um, where it was all medieval-ish. Like, it, it opened up with me talking about, um, like, it, I had read a medieval poem that was about the the TF2, right? Uh, and about the game specifically that one of the other staff members had written, and I read that uh, in like a really shitty on purpose British accent uh, British It was great. um and I did the I did that. Um, I made it look like an oil painting, and it was all like medieval themed. I used entirely like medieval style music. Uh, it was really good. I'm really proud of like that choice. Um, so that one's medieval themed. And then the month after was October. Spooky. Ah, see where I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. So, at the beginning of October, I had tried to get people to do a Halloween pug. Like, I tried to get people to pug on Halloween maps. Nobody showed up. I think we got, like, six people, and that was it. Um, so I couldn't get anyone to show up to these. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So eventually, I just used the Bind S one, which we did Bind S after we did Medieval. So we did Medieval and then we went on to Bind S. Uh, and Bind S, I decided I wanted to go with a horror theme because obviously it was Halloween when it was uploaded. It was uploaded on December 30th, so the day before Halloween, uh, is when it like actually came out. Um, and here, I'm going to take a drink of water. My throat's getting sore after all this. No worries. So came out the day before Halloween, so I wanted a horror theme. Except, bind S to explode is not inherently horror. So I turned it into this ex- existential nightmare, where I made like a bunch of like fake deep, like I am fourteen and this is deep type comments about binding S to explode
1: waxing poetic over here
0: like i i went into like like every single i went through like the seven stages of grief like i i went through like the whole thing and i showed twitch clips of uh people like going through each of the stages of grief throughout the course of the entire thing and this was another one that was a really short like that was a really close game so like like, this game lasted a really long time. And so you got people going through every single stage of grief. And, like, between each one, I would pause and I'd be like, and that's the real horror of it all. When the, when the denial sets in. Like, bullshit, basically. It's all bullshit, but it's really funny. Right. Uh, and I, I'm this, this is my favorite, um, definitely. Because I just think it's, it's just... The best paced, um, it's the best uh, joke-wise. The fact that it's Halloween-themed is great, because it has nothing to do with Halloween. Like The the opening joke is me going something along the lines of, uh, what is the scariest thing in TF2? Ghosts, goblins, um, all of that stuff. uh, Or not being able to press the S button.
1: Obvious answer there
0: obviously the ghosts right but nobody showed up to those so we're doing the s yes button video as the opening joke I it's see. just hey nobody nobody showed up to the bugs <laughs> <laughs> so here we are uh so that video is the most viewed i believe that one has 2.6 the moon one has 2.3 the medieval one has 1.7 um and then finally the blimp one has 2.3 Zeppelin, um, which the blimp one this one is balloon race um, the only reason we did balloon race is because uh dolphin um who i had previously done a uh a demo review for was like hey dude i'll let you use my server and i will invite as many people as i can find to your your funny pugs as long as we do balloon race i was like sure i'll do balloon race So we did balloon race, and we actually did balloon race before bind S to explode. But there was no way I was going to turn balloon race into horror. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. So I so I edited it much later, and this one took me the most amount of time out of all of them. It took me about two months to edit it. Hmm. Um, because uh, like with the theming, um, this one, um, I go from two D to three D where it's instead of just like simple pixel art characters, I had drawn out cute little versions of each of the TF2 classes and I animated them in a 3D space. Um, This eventually led to the Malifor's video on my channel. Like this is how I learned how to do that. Um, But yeah, it's a 2.5D video. So like everything's flat, but like there's depth there. So like it gets closer. Like when the camera zooms in and out, there's, there's, you know, effects there. Um and that's that's like the the general framing of this is the fact that it's a live world um and this one the the original idea was that the the previous one was about the seven stages of grief, which uh technically denial isn't in there, so it's only six of them but I couldn't find any clips of people denying that they pressed s um but anyway, <laughs>
1: medic means when they drop
0: uh anyway um the whole point was that it was supposed to be about nostalgia um and looking back on our past self and seeing it as something more than it originally was um because i mean that's that's kind of like balloon race is not a good map like you can't really play well on it It's very one-sided. As soon as one team gets ahead, they stay ahead, right? Especially in a casual setting. But people look back on it so fondly. They look back on the fun memories of them getting completely destroyed, right? Right. So the whole idea was that it was supposed to be based around nostalgia and looking back on our past self. And that eventually just turned into uh, imposter syndrome, which has been a, a theme throughout this whole thing. Um, and that's kind of what the video is. It's me talking to, which you, you had, you had mentioned that, uh, an alias I had gone by was Mendax, right? Yes. Uh, that is the character I'm talking to in blimps is the previous version of myself. Hmm. Creative. Um, yeah. Nobody liked it. Uh, so the, the video was me. Trying to make this video while I am constantly judging myself. Constantly talking bad about myself. Constantly insulting my own scripting. How I word things. How I... Um, just the, the different little details there, right? Right. All of those things. Um, and meanwhile, I'm also desperately trying to make this an entertaining video. While also constantly doubting myself. And it's it's quite literally that battle there. Like it's not even subtext. Like towards the end, the Mendax disappears, and I'm just alone talking to myself. Right. right. It, it is cinematic and creative, and nobody liked it.
2: Um, what, why do you think I that put, is?
0: Because nobody wanted to see two people talking to themselves. Right. Like.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Like realistically it wouldn't have worked no matter how i did it the it was originally based on brain dump the the youtube channel if you've ever seen that um well it's it's on the youtube channel hot diggity demon but the 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 series is brain dump uh it's a really good show where it starts on topic and then constantly derails uh and doesn't really ever loop back but i wanted to like kind of stay on topic um it's based on that, but the, the pacing in the conversations is not good. Um, um Mendax, the character, is obnoxious, which he was intended to be. He was intended to be annoying. Um but he he's I guess that's just kind of accurate. Like, he's annoying, and I'm annoying, and the way I constantly shit-talk myself is unhealthy. And it's not good for me, and it slows everything down, and it, it is in that video too. It's an unhealthy it slows it down, it makes everything around it worse. And so it's just kind of accurate, right? I'm re I'm reading really deep into my own art, but like this this is the thought process that I I, I went to um when making this and uh, the, the last quote in the video is, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. Hmm. I, and then I cut back to clips, and then the video ends with slow, super sad music, and eventually pans out to the background with nobody there. Um, and then two days later, I left RGL.
1: Hmm, so it was sort of like a thematic send-off for you?
0: Kind of. Um, it wasn't really intended that way, but, um, like, when I was writing it, I wrote it two months prior to that. The ending was in stone two months prior. But the, the amount of effort that went into this, and then putting it out there, and nobody cared about any of this work I'd put into it, about, like, oh, hey, it's 3D now. Oh, hey, there's cute little animated characters. Oh, hey, there's all of this stuff. Like... I guess the pacing is probably the most important thing and I really should have focused on that but like I don't know it's it's, a lot of my TF2 career has been thinking I'm not good enough and then being confirmed
1: Hmm. do you feel like maybe it was ever a bit of like a self-fulfilling prophecy at all?
0: maybe in this case I would say this is the most blatant example of that Um, but like in my my attempt to be a spy right I got second place in advanced back when it was right below invite and got last place every other season after that Hmm.
2: yeah I
1: don't know I feel like maybe it could be one of those sorts of things where it's like once you lose that initial confidence like it becomes really hard to just be able to perform as much as a player like especially on something like spy yeah
0: yeah it's just, it's a lot of, uh... Which, I guess, famously... Uh, well, this isn't famous, but famously to me... Michael Ailey would review my demos every once in a while. And his main takeaway from every single one was... You need to grow some balls. Like, just get some confidence, dude. That was his takeaway, like, every single time. Hmm. Um... It <laughs> was very funny that it was a recurring theme. Um... But, yeah. Um... My presence on the YouTube channel still has a lasting legacy, obviously. Um, my videos are the most viewed ones, and the policies I had put in place shortly before leaving are still in effect. Like, um, the fact that not every VOD is being uploaded to everybody, that, that's my idea. Which I know people, people don't like that. Um, but me, me and Sigafu came up with that, and the, the idea is we showcase the best the TF2 community has to offer. And that's it we still offer a bunch of we still offer everything so like if you're a youtube member we offer everything to you you can still get every single vod on the channel um but we want to offer the best the tf2 community has to offer so if you come to tf2 you come to competitive we want to show you only the best face we have we're putting our best foot forward Right. And if we are uploading thirty-minute vods of one team getting completely rolled, which we have done in the past, that just makes TF2 as a whole look bad. Um. So I wanna, I wanted to make it as easy as possible for someone coming into competitive to find only the best stuff we offer, and the best stuff we offer was constantly previously getting drowned out by vods, um, like. They're a month between pug videos, right? So the medieval one and the the S button video. I cannot keep both of those on my screen at the same time. I have to scroll to get between them.
1: Hmm. Right.
0: Between them there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen VODs. Um, and about half of them don't even have a thousand views.
1: Hmm. And that's not that good for like a like, yeah, an entire league No, that definitely makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. People argued me with it, um, in the sense that like, now the content is harder, but like it's harder to access. Um, but you can like go to the Twitch channel. Like go to go to Twitch um if you wanna see the other ones. Become a member. Like there's a ton of options for you to well not a ton, but like there are options for you to watch these if you mm. wanna watch them, right? Right. The the thing is, right, like I continuing on that line of putting your best foot forward. Um and pushing that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Respect it. I respect it, yeah
0: Um, and that's still a thing. like only our best vods are up. like all of the vods that are currently uploaded since I left um all
2: have over a thousand views Every single one across the board has over a thousand views because they're all vods people care about, right
1: You, know, yeah, that's I was kind. Cool. I was kind of against that initially, like, I believe we talked about that for a bit, and, like, yeah. I want to say the firepower discord or so, but it kind of makes sense, like, it's, like, it's not really fair to the players either if you're just, like, showcasing them getting rolled, right? Like, you don't want to pay them in a particularly negative light. Yeah.
0: Nobody wants to see a VOD of people getting rolled. Right. And now, and another argument I had heard is that people are like, oh, you're only going to show VODs that people watch, so, like, you're only going to show Froyo. But like if Froyo rolls the other team, I'm not gonna show it. Right? Right. It's a roll. It doesn't matter. I wanna show the I wanna show the close matches. I wanna show the games where it came down to like the last round. I wanna show the the difficult ones, right? Like I wanna show right. the ones where you, you are nail biting the whole time. Those are the ones I care about. The ones that you like look back on and you're like, I wanna introduce TF2 to the people with this bot. That's it. That's what I wanted to showcase. Not the ones where one team was clearly going to win from the beginning.
2: That makes sense, yeah. Okay.
1: Um, do you have any other sorts of like things you want to go over?
0: Not a ton. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I have anything. Um, if you have any questions, if, I don't know if you... I collected questions from other people to ask... I don't know, but like ah, yeah, it's been pretty comprehensive,
1: yeah. Um, okay. So, what do you think the future of the RGL YouTube channel and general Team Fortress Two community, and maybe just RGL as a league, are like? Where do they go from here?
0: I don't know. I I love TF two. Like, it's a large part of my life. It's it's been a large part of my life um for a long, long time. And I care about it a lot. Um, and I think it's, it's great. Um, and, and I care about TF2. I care about the, the RGL YouTube channel. I care about all this stuff. Um, and I really, really hope that it does well and takes off. And they're, they're able to get the support that they need to actually make a channel. That um, people actively return to every day and care about.
2: Right. Um. So where do you go from
1: here then? It's a probably pretty
0: probably st- just my own channel. Hmm. Um. Okay. The the 2021 the, the last comprehensive clips video uh, releases on Friday. Um. I've been doing one a week, so one every Friday. Um. The last one releases this Friday. So, a few days from now, or however, whatever date it is for whenever this gets uploaded. Um, and I'm going to look at the actual date, because I'm kind of blanking on it right uh, now. It
1: should be one day, five slash six.
0: M- yeah, May 6th. Yeah, It releases May 6th. Uh, and that'll be um, potentially my last TFT video, at least on my main channel. Um, and then I can... Delete all of the clips and I can go from there.
1: How does it feel? Does it feel kind of like liberating? Do you feel like you've gone closer on a lot of things? I don't know. That's fair.
0: I mean it's it's I don't know.
2: It's okay to not know, yeah.
0: It's it's tough, because TF2 was such a large part of my life. And almost all of my friends are TF2 related.
2: And Um it's
0: tough. It's tough leaving that behind, but I know that I, like, now, now that I work full-time and I have that hour and a half of transit, it's not like I could play Highlander anyway, right? I don't have right. the time anymore. I show up after the scrims, and, like, I would show up for matches. Like, I could show up to 9.30s, and that's it. Um, except for Sundays. I can't do Sundays, or Saturdays. So I would just show up for match day, right? And that's not going to work. Yeah. Um,
2: Okay. yeah it's just it's a uh, it's a
1: lot so do you have any like outs, like staff members community members figures that you feel like are like doing a really good job of things or like that could kind of be the hope of the game going forward that could like kind of carry the community so, so to say
0: I'm disconnected from the community at this point um after I left RGL, I uh, left the RGL Discord. I left pretty much every um, TF two focused Discord, um, including the Firepower one, um, which I don't even know if Firepower ever noticed. Realistically, I don't know. I I left a, a lot of it behind. Okay. And yeah,
1: I I do just have one last question for you then. Go for it. I actually meant to ask this one earlier, but I was just sort of wondering like, you use invisible mode permanently on Discord, right?
0: Generally, yeah.
1: Hmm. So, like, what's that like? Did people sort of, like, treat you differently, like, interact with you differently as a result <laughs> of that? Um, <laughs> Nervous laughing?
0: <laughs> Originally, um, I started doing it. Where I would j- I would go invisible and appear offline if I was just like sad and didn't want people to talk to me. Uh, and then I just kept being sad, and then I just kept being sad, and then I kept being sad, and then I kept being sad, uh, and then I just never turned it off. That's
1: fair, so it kind of just like became routine, kind of.
0: Well, I just have never bothered turning it off. You switch it on once and then you're done.
1: Yeah, I I've tried doing it a few times. It's like I'll normally go for like a few hours or a day and then I'll like be like, I wanna be social for a bit, right? So I'll switch it back on, but then it's like, I've lost my record. No, I gotta start all over again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just interesting. I I genuinely People people have commented on the fact that I use invisible mode all the time. By um Um I guess it's kind of related. It's it's more about the the me being sad part, but hmm. I genuinely don't know if anyone misses me at all in the community.
1: Do you feel like it just like had or has an effect on your interactions with others, though? Is it like anything? Like along in those real lines?
0: Life or online? Online. Um. Well, I mean, you're you're in my my friend Discord and. Like, obviously, I still care about the game, and I still talk to people about it every once in a right. while. I'm disconnected from the events, but, like, I do feel like because TF2 happened in my life, I'm, uh, I'd say, probably a better person. Mm. Um, I'm better at online interactions. I can type a lot faster right. now. Gaming. Cause I, had to f- I had to frantically type in order to not die in between. <laughs> um, or, a thing I'm famous for is typing after literally everything. Ah, I
1: remember that.
0: But like, that's, that is a thing people complained about constantly.
1: But, um no, like, is it just, like, what I meant to say is, like, do you think it significantly influences, like, ha- how often other people kind of, like, approach you or interact with you online? Just, like, the usage of Invis mode? Potentially. Hmm, okay. And then how about for life, real life friends and people? Is it like something they ever end up like picking up or like commenting about? Like, what's I tell people this?
0: just to message me whenever and I'll get back to them.
1: Hmm, I see.
0: Like most of the time, most of the time I'm awake, right? Like if you're awake, I'm probably awake too, right? Just send me a message. Like I will reply eventually. I don't care right. how many messages you send, I will read it and I will reply.
1: Uh, <laughs> are you sure about that?
0: Yeah, uh, like seriously, you can too. Send me as much as you want. I will read it. I will reply. I uh,
1: Typing up 50 messages right now.
0: Go for it. <laughs> go, go, go. Have fun. No, I'm kidding. Like, like, I enjoy, like, double text me as much as you want. I like uh, hearing people talk about stuff they're passionate about.
1: Hey, and I'm, I'm kind of notorious for that, you know, the famous uh, yeah. wall of text, of course.
0: So like, <laughs> hey, anyone out there, send me a Discord message. I'll reply to you. Yeah, Talk doesn't matter maybe. if I'm on invisible mode. Send me send me a message. I will reply when I wait when I wake up or when I'm available. Like I, I will reply just send okay. me stuff. Ask me stuff.
1: Um. Yeah. I think that should be about it. Unless there's anything you just want to go over real quick.
0: <laughs> Not really. Okay. That I can think of.
1: Thank you
2: so much for your time and all of the insight. I'm glad I could help.